Hello, family and friends. Welcome to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We are so thankful that you are tuning back in with us. And if it is your first time to join us, welcome to um, our, well, I don't know what even to call us sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes it gets serious and sometimes it can be quite the funny thing, especially if I get you going over here. But anyway, we've been kind of talking about a little bit of a very serious part But before we get into the Word today, we just want to remind you that um, we are thankful for those of you who have given monetarily to Empowered Life Ministries. And and if you'd like to do that and haven't done so, you can go to our website. There's a place on there to give and help support us doing these podcasts and the other things that the Lord has for us to do right now. But in that, too, thank you for your prayers. If You know, we appreciate every prayer. And uh, for those of you who have sent texts and and let us know how much you're enjoying this, uh, we appreciate it very, very much. Yeah, and we've been really looking into Matthew uh, 6 and 13. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And we spent the last three podcasts talking about temptation and what Jesus meant in this prayer. And... uh, Last podcast we talked up, we got into the story in Matthew 26. Whenever they went to Gethsemane, the oil press, mm-hmm. and talked about how they were really being pressed in their spirit during this time because Jesus wanted to go there, and uh, because He knew the power of prayer and He knew the the need of speaking to His and Father. He knew what was about to happen. Absolutely. They they didn't know, but it was His. They were used to seeing him go off and pray, but they had no idea about what was about to unfold. And during this prayer, he took just three with him. He took, they were probably all there, but when he went off to Gethsemane in this area, he took Peter, James, and John with him to pray with him because he said his soul was exceeding sorrowful even unto death. And I can only imagine and infer from the story uh, he knew what was coming. He knew everything, the nails that were going to go in his hands, the thorns mm-hmm. into his skull, the beating at the whipping pole. I mean, all these things. He's seeing all those things, and what he's trying to do is prepare himself to be ready uh, when that time comes. And he even prayed at one point, you know, that, Lord, if this cup uh, may not pass from me, you know, except I drink it, your will be done in this situation. Well, and, you know, I think sometimes we forget that, Jesus was not just the Son of God. He was the Son of Man. He was a, you know, full-flesh man, and he had to face everything as the, as a person, just like we have to face things. And I think sometimes we we just think about, well, that was the Son of God, you know, and thinking things like that would have, might have been something easy for him to to face. But that's that's not the case. This was hum- this was the human side of him that was sorrowful in all this pressure that was on him. Yeah, and one of the things we were really looking at in this is he had told Peter and the other disciples, he said he was going to pray, and he said, I want you to watch and pray that you enter not into temptation because your spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So one of the things uh, we looked at in that, the word temptation here is the very same word temptation was when he said, uh, lead us not into temptation. And what I got to talking about is this word by implication actually actually means adversity. And pray that you don't enter into uh, this adversity 
that's going to be coming before you because all the things that begin to happen, Judas had come. They, you know, he was betraying Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Peter ended up rising up in the middle of that adversity. Being the normal Peter with the (laughs) the hot-headed Peter. He cut the servant's ear off. Jesus picked it up, dusted the dirt (laughs) off of it, and put it back on and said, that's not the way we're going to do it, Pete. You know, because Peter obviously didn't understand Jesus' assignment at this point. No. Jesus came to die. He came to pay the penalty of sin for man, uh, for for the whole world. And uh, Well, they were looking for a kingdom to be set up right then. So this was completely out of character for for what they thought he should be doing. Yeah, and the thing that gets me in it is, you know, I just have to wonder, you know, would he have had a better framework of thinking and a better mindset about this whole thing if Peter and the other disciples had really watched and prayed mm-hmm. when all this started coming down? Because you remember when they took Jesus uh, and they arrested him, he ended up going before Pilate. All this was taking place. Peter followed from afar. Mm-hmm. And then here, he's in the middle of this adversity. He's in the middle of this temptation, everything going on. He's warming by the fire because he don't want nobody to know he's with Jesus right now. And and before this whole story started, Peter had talked about how that he would never deny him and all this. Yes. Well, that's uh, immediately when they began to question him. Uh, Jesus said the cock won't crow three times to you or until uh, you deny me thrice. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I said that wrong. Cock won't crow to you deny me thrice, and all this. And three different times while he was over at that fire warming, he denied. So and it got to such a point that he had to curse to yeah. put himself out of the character, of, of character. Uh, you know, of walking yes. with Christ to do that. And as soon as that rooster crowed, I uh, can't imagine. As soon as that rooster yeah. crowed, Peter, it, it really hit home. And he began to weep bitterly, knowing that he had well, failed. He, he had just he had faced failed in that test. his greatest adversity, I feel like, at that point in his life. Because we know as Peter's life continues, um, you know, he becomes just a tremendous minister for the gospel. But, you know, I cannot imagine being in that situation. And, you know, our lives, you know, I think about this story here, but our lives every single day, we are faced with choices. But you know, sometimes we get put into situations, something will happen that is completely unexpected, takes us completely off guard, and it's a very serious situation. And in that moment, we face that temptation. We face that adversity. And and, and all of a sudden, we have to decide, are we gonna rise up and face the challenge? Or are we going to fall to that point, that point of temptation? And, you know, because there's never uh, a time, and, and I've said this to people before, yes, some, some bad things happen to us, but the, the thing sometimes we forget, nothing takes God by surprise. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. But in our flesh, we face situations sometimes that are difficult to deal with. And I think that's the whole point of us really understanding the power of prayer. Yes. Because temptations are going to come. I mean, there's going to be trials. There's going to be stuff that that go on in our lives. And most time when we have an issue with somebody else, what happens in that prayer is it don't change the other person. Most of the time what it changes is us Mm -hmm. because being in the presence of the Lord that's what changes our heart toward that situation. And anytime you're praying for somebody else, I promise you it'll change your heart. 
It will change and, you and we're always, every single time. We're always looking for the Lord to change the other person. Lord, open their eyes and <laughs> fix them, you know, and all this yes. stuff. But in the middle of that prayer, middle of that time with the Lord in His presence, those things begin to change. Well, I'm, let's kind of stop at this point on this today. But I'm, I really want us on our next podcast to really start talking about the true nature and character of the Father. And we're going to go back to Matthew 6 and 13. But then we're going to show some different, uh, go to some other parts of really the New Covenant. Because we know Matthew, Mark, yeah. Luke, and John are in the New Testament, but they're not New Covenant. So we'll start addressing the New Covenant character of the Father and no, and understanding more about what this temptation adversity really is. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Have a blessed day and God bless you.